today on the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Does it feel like it's taking forever to build your business? You feel overwhelmed with all that there is to get done, and you also feel frustrated that no matter how many things you do, the results just aren't matching the effort. Or maybe you're just starting your business and you see all of these other business owners talking about $5,000 months or $10,000 months. So you start copying their business models, their packages and their pricing, their style of their posts and their methods to kind of get your business up and running. But it doesn't matter because networking event after networking event, call after call, post after post, it's just not moving the needle forward. So you stop. You stop networking, you stop posting, and you keep searching for that thing that's going to make it happen faster. Well, here's the bad news. It's not happening too slowly. You are too impatient. But here's the good news. It's not happening too slowly. You're too impatient. (laughs) Wait, what? Look, if the problem were factors outside of your control, like algorithms and the groups that happen to be available wherever you live, or the wrong people just keep finding you, then there would be nothing that you could do to change your situation or get new results. So it's actually really great news that the problem isn't anything other than you. Because you are something that you can control. And patience is something that you can learn. Look, I've been in the same place a time or two myself. I'm going to blame Keurig. And I'm going to blame Netflix. And I'm going to blame iTunes. Look, I don't have to go to a record store anymore. I don't have to get in my car and drive to the video store where I get a VHS and then come home to watch it, only to find out that the person in front of me did not actually rewind the video like they were supposed to. So then I have to wait while I rewind the video and then watch it. Yeah, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't even have to put hot water in a coffee pot and wait for it because it's already hot and waiting for me. So why should I have to wait for all of the fun things that I want, like clients and travel and freedom and money, right? Well, today we're going to uncomplicate things, and I'm going to flat out tell you the three things that you can do to fix this problem and get out of your own way once and for all, but it's on you to do them. So I'm going to do even better. I'm going to leave you with a couple of actions that you can take and put into motion today so that you boost your visibility and your profits. So how's that for instant gratification? Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. And this is one of those days where it's just you and me. Just no bottle of wine because I'm about to head out on vacation. But if I can't give you wine, how about if I give you Oprah? Or 
at least three things that Oprah looks for to determine if an entrepreneur has what it takes to build a successful business. The same three things that are going to help you boost your visibility and profits. Before I do that, though, I really want to say thank you. It has been an incredible week. The Read and Maybe Do It show launched one week ago with its debut episodes, and the love and the support that I've received from all of you, people who are listening and then sharing it with others, messaging me all of your stories and your insights, it's been incredible. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was going to be good, but it has far exceeded my expectations. And it makes me happy because I have poured all of myself into this podcast, knowing that if you listen and go all in on what you learn, it will change your business and your life. That's why after each interview, there will always be a solo episode like this one, where I'll break down what I believe to be the most important takeaways. And I will give you steps to implement those takeaways immediately. Now, if you take action on these things, scratch that, when you take action on these things, I know that you'll be on your way to a profitable business and a positive life. Now, I feel like I need to have a part of the show called Rita's Stories or Rita Reads or... I don't even know, (laughs) something fancy that showcases that I'm about to tell you a story because I find that to be the best way to teach. So here we go, kids. (laughs) Maybe you've heard this one before. If so, listen again, but ask yourself, okay, I've heard Rita share this before, but how well am I doing this? So I was at the Fort Lauderdale airport. I can't remember if I was on my way to or from a speaking engagement, but I was sitting there and I was looking in front of me and there were two lines for the women's restroom. There were also, there weren't lines. There were two men restrooms and two women restrooms. And the women restrooms had two really long lines. Surprise, surprise. So I was watching this when out of the corner of my eye in one of the lines, I saw, you know, the dancer, right? <laughs> the impatient, I have to go to the bathroom dancer. And she was she was getting really impatient. And she hopped out of the line and she ran over to the other line because the other line looked like it was moving. So she stood there, but then all of a sudden that line didn't go anywhere. And so she jumped back over to the other line. And she kept doing this, like hopping back and forth between lines anytime it looked like one line was moving forward. Only what she didn't realize, or maybe she realized it, I don't know, I don't think so, but what she didn't realize is she wasn't actually moving forward because she just kept hopping. So every time she went back to the line that she had just left, she was basically in the same place that she was. Whereas if she had just stayed in that line, she would have moved forward. Now, I see so many entrepreneurs doing this in their business. They pick a strategy and they start it and then they get really impatient to see results. And when the results aren't there as quickly as they want, they hop over to another strategy. But then that doesn't show results quickly. And again, they kind of get impatient and frustrated and they hop over to yet another strategy. So let me ask you, when it comes to your business, are you that woman that I saw in the line at the Fort Lauderdale airport? 
are like, literally, are you the woman that I saw <laughs> in the line at the Fort Lauderdale airport? Because I'm sorry, but I had to share that story. Now, maybe you don't actually abandon a strategy. Instead, you decide to hedge your bets and do all the things. Oh, who cares that people say two platforms to build your business? You'll show them. You're going to be on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and Google+. Plus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding about the last one, Google+, Plus, because that was a horrible platform, which is why it's gone, because no one was on it. In fact, I think that might be the one strategy that entrepreneurs just universally agreed on. And not only that, right, but you're going to show the world you don't have to narrowly define who you help. You'll do all the things for all the people in all the places and all the ways on all the days at all the rates. And oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep because that exhausted me. Not only that, but while you're doing all the things, you aren't doing any one of them very well because it's impossible. You get excellent at something by focusing your time, energy, attention, and resources on it. You make it the priority. But the reason you're doing all the things is because you don't actually believe that any one thing is going to work. Because if you did, if you really believed that one of those things would work, if you were certain in it, you would put your attention on that one thing. So rather than do the work to tweak and adjust and kind of work it until it works, you just get impatient and you spread yourself too thin. And that makes you feel like you're doing everything when the truth is you're really doing nothing. A client of mine actually earlier today shared a draft of a post that she wanted to put in her Facebook group just because she was uncertain about some of the language. A lot of my clients do that. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do <laughs> to help clients kind of review and feel confident about what they're putting out there. Well, in about one minute, I edited it. I edited it, edited it. <laughs> That's really hard to say, guys. I made edits to it. How about that? In about one minute, I made edits to it. And I shot it back to her. And then she said, how do you do that so well and so quickly? And I responded, because for the past five years, and really kind of for the past 10, because for those of you who may have listened to episode one, learned, I used to run a singles group for five years before I even started my own business. And that involved a lot of writing, writing descriptions, marketing, all kinds of stuff, right? So, but, but we're going to go with the past five years that I've been running my business. So I told her, for the past five years, I've been doing this for people and for myself. So between my clients and between myself, let's say about 10 hours a day, you know, for me, and for like 22 other people at any one time, and maybe even more people at any one time. So truthfully, like all day, every day, helping people get visible, understand their marketing language, um, put the right messages out there, connect with their audience, build relationships. And that includes helping them, right, with their copy and their post. So if you did something every day for five years, I bet you'd be pretty great at it too, right? But you aren't letting yourself get great at anything when you're trying to do all the things. Having a blog, having a podcast, running a Facebook group and a newsletter and, and, and. Instead, if you just picked one thing, you would become a specialist. I mean, really think about doctors. We have general practitioners and we have specialists. 
general practitioners do a lot of things, but they don't do any one thing extremely well, which is why when it reaches a place that you need someone, like it's a problem, right, that needs a specialist, they refer you to a specialist to solve the problem. So who do you trust, right? Who do you trust for those deeper medical problems? The general practitioner or the specialist, right? You go to the specialist for your urgent problems. Who are you willing to pay more? The general practitioner or the specialist that has this in-depth knowledge about your particular problem because that's all they study. That's all they do all day. That's all they learn about. That's all they talk about. That's all they think about. That's all they work on. Your problem. I bet you're going to go to the specialist, and I bet you're going to pay that specialist more, and I bet it's even going to be easier to find that specialist because they're really going to stand out. And for those of you just starting, oh boy, I see this all the time. You decide to start your business, and so you create a package, you create rates, you even create a little strategy usually modeled off of just what you're seeing because you don't have a coach yet. You're really just kind of like seeing what's out there and not copying, but styling yours just like them. But then you have no clients (laughs) because you're not actually really selling. You aren't asking people to work with you. Or if you are asking them to work with you, they're saying no and you're getting frustrated. You're so impatient for clients, or at least that's kind of the thing you're telling me. Like, all I want, Rita, are clients. It's all I want are clients. Why won't they come to me? All I want are some clients. All I want is one client, right? I've heard that. All I want is one client. I'm so impatient. (laughs) Except that's not true. You're not actually impatient for clients. Because when I respond that, well, if you want clients, just go get some clients for free, or for whatever low rate, just go get them. And then your response is, well, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I couldn't do that because people don't value what they don't pay for. Or um, I am worth more than that. My time is worth more than that, Rita. I'm not the type of person to devalue myself and give people services that they're not paying for. So then If you aren't really impatient for just clients, because I just told you ways that you could go get clients (laughs) and you're not doing it, right? So you're not really impatient for clients, then what are you impatient for? That lifestyle, that money, that vision. And I get it. There's nothing wrong with having a vision and a goal or a lifestyle that you want to achieve or even wanting money. But when your impatience for it causes you to say no to the one thing that could help you get there the fastest, then you have a problem. In all of the scenarios I shared, all the stories, you're getting in your own way because you lack patience. And impatience for results is exactly what's keeping you from the results. The only way to get what you're looking for is to be patient and do the things and see them through. And this is where I bring you Oprah. If you listen to Paul Brunson's episodes, episodes two and three, you learned, well, you learned a lot because Paul is a man of words and all of them are dead on and powerful. 
But what I paid attention to and what I identified as the most important and the most likely to create results in your business immediately, should you dare to actually take action on them, is when he talked about how Oprah discovered him and how she contacted him asking him to be her co-host. Now, if you didn't listen to those episodes, please be sure you do because they were really eye-opening. Hashtag truth bomb, hashtag... Well, honestly, I don't know (laughs) because I don't know the trendy new hashtags because I actually don't do all the platforms and all the things, but I've been using the same hashtags for about two years. I probably need to change that. So the short story is Paul decided to announce to the world that he was going to be a matchmaker, and he decided to announce it by creating a YouTube video series called The Modern Day Matchmaker. You can go to YouTube and find it. So he went all out to create this video series. He had a professional camera crew and a staff, and they were doing man-on-the-street interviews and, you know, editors and the, the whole shebang. And they were so excited to put out the first handful of episodes. And they did, and they waited, and only 11 people watched those videos. Now, there were like 25 more to do. And only 11 people were watching. And Paul said, I knew one was my mom. Not my mom, his mom. (laughs) My mom probably would watch Paul's video, probably. (laughs) She wouldn't watch mine. She would watch somebody else's. I love you, mom. I do. I love her. Um, But 11 people were watching, but he kept going. He kept going and he got to the end of the series and Oprah contacted him. Now, Oprah contacted him before the end of the series, but not right after the beginning, right? contacted him because one of the 11, yeah, it was Oprah. And she was watching from nearly the beginning and she liked him. But she didn't contact him right away and ask him to be a co-host of a show with her because she was wondering, would he stick with it? That was a question she told him later that she was thinking. Would he stick with it? Was he committed? Would he be consistent? And I want to give you a spoiler alert here. (laughs) Your clients are looking for the same things. Are you going to stick with it? Are you committed? Are you going to be consistent? Now, they may not know as clearly as Oprah that those three things are things that they're looking at, but they are and they feel it. So just take that into mind. But Paul, right, had made a decision to do something. He was committed. So Oprah, when she bookmarked Paul to find out if Paul was these things, right, got to find out he indeed was because he made a decision that he'd be successful. He believed in that success ultimately, so he stuck with the strategy and went all in on it, right? So he made that decision that he'd be successful. He picked a strategy the type of strategy that would be a match for the success that he wanted. He committed to it and he stuck with it, right? That Think of like commitment as like the root of a tree. (laughs) The root is what keeps the tree from toppling over when bad things are coming, right? So if you have a decision to do something and you root it with commitment, then when things look like they're going wrong, the wind and the rain is coming, you're not going to abandon right? You're going to stick with it. And that's what he did. But how on earth did Oprah find a YouTube video 
with only 11 views. Well, Oprah was doing as Oprah does, right? <laughs> she was flying around on her private jet and talking about a show that she wanted to put out, and she was looking for a co-host to co-host a show with her. And her assistant said, hey, have you ever heard of Paul Brunson? And Oprah was like, no, I've never heard of Paul Brunson. And so the assistant pulls up Paul's name online, and guess what? These videos pop up, a couple in. So Oprah watches, and then Oprah follows Paul to see you know, if he'd be consistent, and he was, and he got the co-hosting gig. But how did the assistant know to recommend Paul? Well, because she had been a client of Paul's. But not just any client. She was a pro bono client. Because for one year before putting out this video series, all Paul did was take pro bono clients. He was doing what he called his due diligence year. He decided, I'm going to be a matchmaker, so I'm going to read everything and learn everything and study everything about matchmaking and doing this and running a business, and I'm going to mentor someone. And also, part of the due diligence is getting clients, and I'm getting pro bono clients. <laughs> and so he just coached a lot of, well, matchmade, matchmade and coached a lot of clients for free. And this person, Oprah's assistant, was one of these clients. Now, he didn't know it when he was working with this person. So he had no clue. So this assistant is on the plane who had been one of Paul's free clients. So when Oprah said, I need someone for this dating show as a potential co-host, recommended Paul. Oprah checked out Paul. And because Paul was consistent and kept going with the videos no matter what, and because Paul had quality videos, really put time into making those videos as excellent as he could at that stage. Oprah called him and asked him to host a show. So if he had been like, no, I can't do pro bono clients because they don't value what they don't pay for and my value and all of the, the reasons, right? Then he would not have been discovered by Oprah. Y'all, the monetary value that you get when you have pro bono clients is huge, often more valuable than what you would have gotten paid, right? So the value that you're getting from having pro bono clients, it's valuable. It's just not cash dollars, right? It's not cash dollars, especially at the beginning of your business. I mean, we talk a lot. I talk a lot. We is that the royal we, the universal we? I don't know. I talk a lot about time and money and even yourself as being like the most important asset of your business. And those are very important assets of your business. But at the beginning of your business, after you, I agree with Paul and what he said in episode three, which is that experience is the most important asset. Because if you don't have experience, you're more likely to be vulnerable and prone to feeling that whole imposter syndrome thing that you hear so much about, where people are like, who am I to be doing this? Who am I to be asking for money for this? Who am I to, right? And you're also more likely to experience fear, which keeps you from actually asking people to work with you and putting out a whole variety of different calls to action and approaching people and all of this stuff right? It holds you back from stepping in and sounding confident and believing in your outcomes and your business because, well, I haven't done it, right? And because you haven't done it, 
inside, you feel like there's no evidence that I can actually do this. There's no evidence that I'm going to be good at it. I think I will, but I've never really done it. That's in you. Like, you know that. So experience is the most important asset because it helps you overcome those things and it helps you be confident with everything that you're trying to do and ask for. So as Paul described in his episode, he removed the paywall. If experience is the most important asset and the biggest block to getting experience is money, then he needed to remove the money. But I'm not in a position to do that, right? And he even said that not not everybody is in a position to do that. And I know you're thinking, but I'm not, Rita. (laughs) But part of me, right, I actually said this to somebody who asked for me to say things like this, right? So new, growing her business, she's a client of mine, she doesn't have any clients, and I said, go get some free clients. And her response was, I can't afford to have free clients, Rita. I need them to pay. And I said, but you don't have clients right now anyway. Like you're not making money from having no clients right now. So what would the difference be if you plugged some clients into your day and still made no money? The difference would be you'd have clients, right? So like, let's get the clients because if having free clients, right, is what allows you to say things like when I'm working with my client and feeling like you have a full client load and going through what it's like to work with a client and administer the services and do all the things, right? Now, I'm not saying be free until you die, right? I'm saying free for now or even a super low investment for now because you know you're actually getting back more value than if they had paid you cash money, right? You're getting more From the ability to say, I have a full client load or I have clients and I'm working with my clients and when I was talking to my client and it's it's real, right? You're not really having to like fake it, right? You have clients (laughs) and so you're able to navigate, talk about them, get the case studies, but also like just the confidence and the power that comes with doing the thing that you're trying to do. And what Paul said in his interview, which I loved so much, was it's only by having experience that you can charge the premium. And so many people are trying to start out at the premium, right? Because, because of all of those things that I said. And so they're trying to start out at the premium and that's keeping them from getting the experience. Until you have the experience, you can't charge the premium. So like drop that paywall, right? And go ahead and get some clients. Now, if you haven't listened to episode three especially, I highly suggest that you do. I think you're going to get a lot of other insight to the story that surrounds that on both ends. But here's kind of the breakdown, right? Here's a breakdown of what we talked about today. Pro bono clients or the equivalent based on where you are and the experience you are wanting. So maybe, right, you want your first client or you want to know what it's like to work with multiple clients or, you know, whatever. You want different kinds of clients for different kinds of things. Cool, go get some pro bono clients. (laughs) Go get pro bono clients and start working with them. Maybe you have clients. Maybe you have a lot of clients, but you want to speak. You're like, I want to be paid to speak. Great, go speak for free. Go speak for free as many places as you can. Maybe you want to start taking photos. Great, offer to take photos for free, right? Uh, Gary uh, V, his video 
people, his video person, I think his name is Drac. I might be wrong with that. Um, but Gary V's video person says, this is how I landed Gary V, right? Like I said, I will follow you around and shoot you on video for free. Or I will do it for free. And he said, yeah, he had to sacrifice. He had to struggle a little bit, right? It wasn't easy. Paul said that too on his episode about the video series. Technically, it was a struggle financially after they made that decision, right, from doing it for free. And again, not everybody is in a position where they can just do that, give away, you know, something for free. But if it's experience that you're trying to get, experience that you don't have yet, and you're trying to get it, then remove the paywall and get the experience because that's what's going to bring you more experience at the higher rates, at the investment, at the money, because you have the ability to say you've done it before and nothing can replace that confidence of actually doing it. So go do it, right? <laughs> now, the second kind of little takeaway from today is quality, not quantity. So it's better to be an expert at one thing than a master of nothing and kind of okay at a lot. Now, this can show up in so many ways in your business, your client target market, how you build awareness, how you build relationships, the social media platforms you're on, the networking events you're attending. For now, I want you to pick just one of those things where you're doing something that's more quantity instead of quality. So maybe like a social media platform. Maybe you're on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat, chat. So if that's the case, I would say pick one. Maybe you pick LinkedIn and learn it. Learn it inside and out. Learn every single freaking feature on that social media platform. Know how to use all of it. Know how to read the results from it. Know everything about it. Pour yourself into it and then show up there day in and day out. Because if you do that, if you learn it inside and out and you show up day in and day out, you will have better results just being on that one platform fully than you would on being on multiple platforms just a little bit. So what's the one thing that you need to be more quality and less quantity? And what does that mean you have to say no to? In fact, I'm going to tell you later that I want you to head over to my community on Facebook. I have a free community called The All-In Entrepreneur, and I want you to declare some things to me. But not yet, because <laughs> the third point from today was consistency. Show up despite not seeing the results. Be okay with sitting in discomfort. Show up for something bigger than you. Be certain that the results are coming. Now, they may not come from that thing you're doing, but that's okay, right? The, the, the idea, the concept of this is I'm, I know my success is, in, is inevitable. It's coming. Now, it could be from this thing that I'm doing, or it could come in a totally unanticipated way. Either way, it's coming. I don't know when. I don't know how. My only job is to show up as a match for that success, meaning I have to do the kinds of things that somebody who would have that level of success, like what they would do. And that's what Paul did, right? He didn't know where his results were coming from. In fact, the videos were making it look like his success wasn't coming from them. And it didn't in the way that he anticipated, right? But he knew his job was to show up as a match 
for the results he wanted. So quality video going all in and seeing it through from start to finish is equal level energy to being the host of a TV show or having the number one matchmaking agency in the world. So like to put it to you this way, right? Like you show up because you know that showing up is the only way the results can come and the results could come from anywhere, right? So like think of an action that you've abandoned before, something you stopped because there were no results. Maybe you started posting in Facebook groups and you're like, oh, it's not working. I'm not getting any responses, so I'm just gonna stop that. Maybe you tried to run your own Facebook group and you're like, nah, it's not working either. Maybe you tried a YouTube video or sending a newsletter or going to a specific networking group or going networking at all, right? Pick one thing you abandoned and simply make the decision for it to succeed. That's all. Just say, it's going to work. I'm picking this thing and it's going to work. I'm certain of it. And that's how you get committed to it. By saying that you're going to work it until it works, right? And when you work it till it works, it means not throwing it out, but tweaking it and changing it and getting feedback and getting coaching and getting support that you need to be able to refine it and do it again and do it again. Master chefs didn't know how to cook that way from step one. And they don't, you know, they had to like fail and try and fail and learn techniques. Ballerinas don't just come out of their mother's womb like with perfect everything for ballet. They try. They didn't get it. They fall down. They practice. They try again They tweak and again and again and again. If you aren't committed to your goal, then when things get hard, when the results aren't showing up or it's not happening the way you thought or it's not happening on the time frame that you thought, then it's like that tree that doesn't have a root, right? It's going to come toppling down. So today, I want you to post an offering, right? Post something offering your services for free in exchange for testimonials in exchange for using them as a case study in exchange for something, whether that's you're posting for a client or you're posting to speak at an event for free or you're posting to video someone for free or you're posting uh, posting to and go for the gold, right? Go for the people you really, really want as a client, like, but offer just to do something for free. If you don't have any clients, put out an offer. Say, look, I am trying to be honest, right? I'm trying to get experience. I'm trying to build my um, expertise. I'm trying to see what my processes would look like. I'm trying to figure all of this out. And in exchange for you giving me feedback and helping me create all of this, and in exchange for you giving me feedback about me and giving me testimonials and letting me talk about you as a case study, right? Then you are a pro bono client and you're giving me value. It's just not cash dollar value. Um, So I want you to do that, right? I want you to, to put out that post. And then after you do that, choose your one thing that you want to improve, right? The thing that you're doing that's more quantity and you want it to be more quality. And I do suggest that you start with a social media platform because I promise you, if you learn all of the features of just one and you show up all of the time on it, you can't help but really gain some traction. But whatever the thing is, social media platform or something else, I want you to put all your time and attention there. And it doesn't mean you're not going to do other platforms. You just repurpose, right? Everything's created for that platform that you're all in on. And then I want you to pick the one thing you want to do, that that thing that you tried before 
and decided to stop it and not do it, right? I want you to decide to pick it back up and do it no matter what. Continuously working till it works. Number one, give away your time and your services for free to get the experience that you're looking for. Number two, learn one social media platform inside and out or pick another area and pick one thing, right? But for this, let's say, social media platform inside and out and decide on the thing you want to do for your strategy more than anything and commit to it. When you do these things, just these things, and if you notice, it's really about doing less and not more because you're simplifying, you're stopping all of this extra marketing and you're just getting a client. You're stopping like all of these things, all of these other social media platforms, for example, and you're focused on just one. You're stopping like hopping around between strategies because you are gonna put all of your eggs in one basket and work on that, right? Work on that belief and work on that strategy because of the belief, you're all in. So when you simplify, And at the beginning, I said we were going to uncomplicate things and simplify them, but I didn't say it was easy. I said we'd uncomplicate it because it is simple. And when you do that and you get to the root and you go all in on the thing, the one thing, doing whatever it takes and working every day on it, day in and day out, you can't help but get results, big results, because you're basically going to be standing in place instead of hopping all around. And when you hop all around, it gets you attention, but it doesn't give you good attention, right? Like the woman that was hopping around at the bathroom at the airport, trust me, she was not getting good attention. But when you stand still in one place, that helps you get seen. Don't you remember when you're a kid and like your parents are like, look, if you get lost, I need you to just stay in one place. I need you to go to one place and I need you to stay there. Don't keep walking around, right? It's harder to find you when you are hopping around. But when you're standing still, that's when you can be seen. Standing still, standing in one place helps you get seen. And when you're seen, you get known. And then the profits start rolling in. That's how you boost your visibility and boost your profitability. In fact, if you are serious about getting the support that you need to go all in on your business so that you can increase the quality of what you're doing while stopping the quantity, allowing some of that overwhelm to dissipate and some of these results to come in, right, because you'll be consistent and committed, allowing yourself to be seen and allowing profits to flow your way, then I would love to invite you to apply for my program, The Six-Figure CEO Mastermind. More action, more money, more freedom. Now, I've been running this program. It was previously called The Momentum Mastermind. We uh, refreshed a few features and we changed the name. This program very rarely has openings. Most of the participants come back round after round. So I have two groups. Each group holds six people, and so that's what I have going for the end of the year, for the last quarter of the round. And in this round, I only have two openings because 10 people are coming back, right? Everyone else is coming back. So it's very rare that I have openings. I do have two spots for the mastermind. And the mastermind starts in the middle of September. So if this is something that you're serious about, 
then you're going to want to check it out. So the Six Figure CEO Mastermind is really, I think, unlike any other program out there because it combines the power of community with your mastermind group, but with private coaching and mentorship. So in addition to a monthly group session, you get two full-fledged private coaching sessions with me. That's a big deal, right? That's where we can really get into your strategy, get really laser focused. I'm going to learn your business better than I ever could if it was just a group. And we're going to have that one-on-one time to really hold you accountable to that strategy. And you're also going to get the gift of group support. So you're going to get the gift of group support with all of the members of your mastermind that also adds itself to daily accountability. Um, You're going to get my template scripts, demonstration, checklist, even CEO planning documents that I've created to help you step into CEO thinking and running your business from that place of being the leader, not an employee. And you're going to have expertise of all of your members. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that I've mixed up in there. And I've never seen a program that actually combines it all together. I've seen a lot of different programs that have pieces but not one that combines it all. And I did this because I really believe that this is the support you need to create the business and life that you want to live intentionally. Because you see, success happens only when you have all of these pieces working together. The combined power of all of these parts working alongside each other, that's what creates kind of that momentum necessary to break through to that CEO level. So if you want to find out more, Just head on over to the show notes. You'll find a link for the Six Figure CEO Mastermind there. Or feel free to join me over my free Facebook community. I would love to have you there. Be all in entrepreneur. Or you can just message me. Now, the program, like I said, starts the middle of September. And these two spots, they're going to go fast. So if you're ready to combine private support and private coaching with kind of that group dynamic, group expertise, group accountability, and group support. So you get double the support at literally a fraction of what private coaching is, then I would love to have you join us. So head on over, find out the information, click and let me know if you have any questions. And I'll see you next week when we talk about marketing, specifically awkward marketing with Rachel Albers, who is an amazing marketer that has combined her skills and expertise of digital marketing with stand-up comedy to shine the light on things (laughs) that we need to shine the light on. And you are going to love next week's episode. So I'll see you then. Next time on the Read It Made Me Do It show. I tell people to think of me as the one-woman SNL of business comedy. But it didn't start that way. So now the way the show is today, if you watch the show... You'll see I've got, you know, sketch clips where I am, you know, bringing in funny characters or doing parodies of famous movies or famous people as a way to then teach about online marketing, online business, entrepreneurship. It's the way in. It's the, you know, you set them up with a funny situation and then you teach on that with that as the launch pad. Um, But it wasn't always this way. And speaking of the long game, this is a really good example of the long game in action. Because when I started Awkward Marketing, it was just a talking head Facebook live show where I would get on every Wednesday and do a 20 minute lesson about improving your marketing. And as I went little by little, 
I just kept layering on new elements to the show, improving it, tweaking it, listening to my audience, paying attention to what worked and what didn't work, and eventually then figure it out. Oh, here are the elements of this show that are truly unique, that are truly adding something new to the conversation, that people are really jiving with. This is what I'm going to run with. And I think if I had started trying to look for this really high concept show idea, I never would have created the show. I never would have started here. You know what I'm saying? Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.